You are listening to Just Truth with Apostle Dwayne on the Just Truth Network. Just Truth with Apostle Dwayne is a daily broadcast that looks at issues facing the black community. Join us to get a biblical perspective, detox from misinformation, and ground yourself in truth. Black America, I believe that you can have it all. Financial success, community stability, an enjoyable life, and more than enough money in the bank if you know biblical success principles and tactics based on truth. Welcome to Just Truth with Apostle Dwayne on the Just Truth Podcast Network. My name is Apostle Dwayne Hughes. You may not realize this, but God is at war with all lies and every liar. On this show, I share truth from the Word of God that exposes the lies and stereotypes that oppress black Americans and manipulate Christians while revealing wisdom to liberate you into the wonderful purposes he has for you and for your life. It doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, what you've done, or even where you're at right now. God wants to partner with you and help you in your situation. So why not open your mind and consider what I have to say in the next 30 minutes? You may hear something that could revolutionize the entire course of your life. You've got nothing to lose. So let's begin. Good morning. Welcome to Just Truth with Apostle Dwayne. I apologize for being a couple minutes late getting started. Uh, you know, it's just got a lot to do and a lot to juggle, but um, got a big, great show for you today. Uh, so today is day four of us talking about the Book of Enoch. Got a lot of good stuff for you where that is concerned, just building on where we went yesterday. But today I'm going to blow your mind. So you want to stick around, make sure you watch this whole broadcast because because I'm going to blow your mind today with the Book of Enoch and and just you know, just some, just a tip of the iceberg of the revelation that's in that book. It's, it's amazing. Okay. Uh, before I get started with that, I just want to let you know the book, um, God wants you in business for the kingdom is still in the process. Uh, hopefully I'll have it ready by Monday. You know, I keep setting these time frames of getting it done, but, but as I start to work through it, it's kind of like, uh, when you put a tea bag in some hot water and you let steep you know you put the little cover on it and you let it steep you know the more i keep getting into this book the more that information that uh that the most high has given me and so it, it's what i've seen is that i'm actually going to have to write a whole series of books so it's not going to be just one book but um but i've got a whole series of books on this partnering with god uh uh to to you know grow you into 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 the kingdom. And so the name of the book is called God Wants You in Business for the Kingdom. So it's two parts, three parts. God wants you. Okay. He wants you. And he also wants you in business. That's why he said, I give you the ability to get wealth. That's why he also said, I would you be the head and not the tail above only and not beneath. Well, how are you going to be the head if you're always the employee. So we have to understand that God wants you to move in entrepreneurial things. It's all throughout the scripture. And the, the Bible is the world's greatest business book. Okay. This is something God has been showing me for years and, and proven it in my own life, you know, 
And so I know he can do it in yours. Now, uh, and and for the kingdom, see, now a lot of times people want to get well so they can just, you know, pamper themselves. And that's a nice little thing. You should You should enjoy the fruits of your labor, but there's more to it than that. God wants to bless you so you can be a blessing. And the and and if you're a vessel, the, the bigger the vessel you are, the more it's going to flow through you. Okay, so so these are principles that are going to be in this book. And it's talk, and I'm going to talk to you about you partnering with God, not you and someone else, you know, having to run to different people and waste time. I'm talking about you partnering with God where you're at. You know, and there's so many different things that he wants to do. I mean, you know, and, and I talk about this all the time. I mean, some of you, I mean, somebody may be listening to this in prison right now. And the only one who's going to try and get you out of there is God or or who could. You may have been so hard that you just put yourself in the hardest place in the world and ain't nobody who wants to deal with you anymore. And until you get right, nobody will. But God will get you right and he'll get you out of there if that's his if if that's his purpose for you because that's a testimony. You see God deals in the miraculous cuz doing regular stuff doesn't that doesn't say anything about who he is. All these people that talk about regular stuff that anybody can do and say God bless me to do that to get a loan to buy a house, that's not that's not the favor of God. I mean, there's, there's so many different things we've been dumbed down into thinking and walking in. It's just normal people stuff. It's, there's no miraculous in it. God wants to be deal with you in the miraculous. He wants to prove himself in your life so that he can prove himself in other people's lives, so that you have a witness, a testimony. Okay. And so uh, so this book is it's an amazing book, and it's just the first one. So I've got so he's giving me a whole series of these for you so that you can go off and do what he has for you to do. Okay. So you really want this revelation and it's taken me years to get it. So you can read my book and be done within in a, in a, in a, in a, in a, you know, in a day. Okay. So now let's uh, go ahead and move forward into talking about the message today. So we've been talking about the book of Enoch. Today is day four. I kind of, over the first few days, I gave you some introductions. Uh, to the book of Enoch. I told you about uh, Enoch, you know, a little bit about him. But today I'm going to give you, we're going to go a little bit, I'm, I'm going to kind of go really fast. Okay, so there's a lot of things I'm going to cover in today's message. And I'm going to take you to the scripture. I'm going to take you to the book of Enoch. And I'm going to take you someplace that you really don't expect. Okay, so uh, with that being said, so let's go here. All right, so I showed you this. Um, the per first few days, I should. Well, let me come back to that. First things first. Yes. Okay. Here we go. This is coming from from the book of Luke. Okay. This is Luke three thirty six, and it says. Um, Noah, if you read toward the bottom of the verse, so so basically in, in, in this chapter, in, in Luke chapter 3, it's taking you, it's the lineage of, of, of Mashiach, of Christ. It goes from where he was all the way back to Adam. And so it's stepping back. So as the verse goes down, it's going, taking you to the beginning from the end. Okay. And so right here, 
it says that Shem was the son of Noah, which was the son of Lamech. Okay. And then in verse 37, it says that which was the son of Methuselah, which was the son of Enoch. Okay. And so right here, it, you know, uh, Enoch and Noah are linked by by the fact that Noah is the great grandson of Enoch okay and when you read the book of Enoch there's two parts to the book of Enoch there's the book of Enoch and there's the book of Noah there's a fragment of the book of Noah that's with the book of Enoch okay and there was revelation and things given to Noah as well that he wrote down you know uh his account of the flood and after okay and so so the next time we talk about the book of enoch because i'm going to do a lot more with the book of enoch the lord's just confirmed in me or been confirming in me that you know we need to continue to 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 go into this book so i'm going to be doing quite a bit on the book of enoch moving forward i mean not every day like we've been doing here on this series but but I'm definitely going to do more series talking about the book of Enoch and, and talking about the relevance of the information that's in it. Why? Because you need it. OK, uh, this is this was provided for you for a purpose, for the time that we're in. And so I showed you that yesterday that it was talking about is for the, the people in the time of the end. I showed you that yesterday and the day before. And so um, and one of the things that that i want to make sure you understand is these are people who are in the scripture and the bible talks about them okay and so right here let's go back up i want to see here then we go to hebrews this is Hebrews 11:5 by faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God had trans uh has translated him before his translation he had this testimony that he that uh that he pleased God okay and then Jude okay so now It looks like some of the other verses that I tried to save in here didn't save. But I went back to Genesis and I showed you the, the you know, the whole connection with Enoch and whatnot. And then also I had some more scriptures for you. Um, but let me just go ahead and move on. Uh, so Genesis chapter five, verses 21 through 24 is the account of Enoch from Moses in Genesis. And in verse 23, it says that he lived 365 years, okay, uh, and walked with God and was not. So he basically lived one year for every day of the year that there is, and then he was gone, okay? And then in verse 24, it says that he walked with God and was not, okay? Now, and so I showed you uh, Luke uh, 3, 36 and 37. I showed you where he was in the timeline okay and now um now we're going to go to the book of enoch so if you have the download that i gave you uh if you have that open 
you want to go to pages 33 and 34 and the and the George Shad um uh in the George Shad um book of Enoch okay so we're going to go here to page 34 30 we're going to go to page 33 all right so let me go down let's get into this and i'm going to kind of go through this really quick so chapter six and it came to pass after the children of men had increased in those days beautiful and comely daughters were born to them and the ain't and the angels, the sons of the heavens, saw and lusted after them and said, and said <clears throat> one to another, Behold, we will choose for ourselves wives from among the children of men and will beget for ourselves children. And Simjaza, who was their leader, said to them, I fear that perhaps ye will not be willing to do this deed, and I alone will suffer for this great sin. Then all answered him and said, We are all... We all swear an oath and bind ourselves mutually by a curse that we will not give up this plan, but will make this plan a deed. Then they all swore together and bound themselves mutually by a curse. And together they were 200. And they descended on Artis, which is the summit of Mount Hermon. And they called it Mount Hermon because they had sworn it on it and bound themselves mutually by a curse. And these are the names of the leaders, Simjaza, who was their leader, Yerkamiel, Akbiel, Remuel. There's different, there's a bunch of them there. And then verse eight, these are the leaders of the 200 angels and the others all were with them. Okay, so those were the leaders, all right? And they took unto themselves, verse 7, or chapter 7, and they took unto themselves wives, each chose for himself one, and they began to go into them and mix with them and taught them charms, conjurations, and made them acquainted with the cutting of roots and of woods. This is witchcraft. And they became pregnant and brought forth great giants whose statures was... 3000 L's these devoted all these devoured all the acquisitions of mankind till men were unable to sustain them and the giants turned themselves against mankind in order to devour them and they began to sin against the birds and the beasts and against the creeping things and the fish and devoured their flesh among themselves and drank the blood thereof then the earth complained of the unjust ones. Now, chapter eight here. I'm going to stop here. And Azazel taught mankind to make swords and knives and shields and coats of mail and taught them to see what was behind them and their works of art, bracelets and ornaments and the use of rouge, which is makeup, and the beautifying of the eyebrows and the dearest and choicest stones and all coloring substances and the metals of the earth and these and these and there was great wickedness and much fornication and they sinned and all their ways were corrupt okay 
Uh, well, one more. And Amr Zarak taught all the conjurers and root cutters. Um, Amaramos, the loosening of conjurations. Okay, so so what the astrology, all kinds of stuff here. This is all in chapter eight. Okay. Now, right here in chapter eight, it says, and Azazel taught mankind. You know, the funny thing, there's people who say you shouldn't read the book of Enoch because it gives all these names of the different angels, right? And they try to say that that's a bad thing. If God told you their names, he wants you to know who they are. All right. So I'm going to show you here why this is important. All right. So I'm going back into the Blue Letter Bible. Now, uh, you may have seen in one of the messages, I gave you a link to Blue Letter Bible. This is a very good online uh, Bible app you can get and on your computer, but it's a it's a very good it's a very good app, okay. And so I'm going to show you something here that's going to blow your mind, okay. Uh, a lot of the things that the, the, these names that you have here, or some of them that that are in the Book of Enoch, are also in the Bible. All right. So if you look up the name Azazel, Azazel, if you look him up on the Blue Letter Bible, it's going to take you to, you have to look it up in the New Living, the New Living Translation. So, so not every version, every translation of the scripture uses all the names and whatnot. But this right here is coming from Leviticus 16.8. Leviticus 16.8, this is written by Moses. Okay. So right here. Uh, actually, I'm going to start at verse 16 or 16.6. Aaron will present his own bull as a sin offering to purify himself and his family, making them right with the Lord. So the high priest had to purify himself first. Then he must take two male goats and present them to the Lord at the entrance of the tabernacle. So after he's cleansed himself, then he can take two goats to the entrance of the tabernacle. This is where the Holy Spirit was, was resident. And then verse 8, he's to cast sacred lots to determine which goat will be reserved as an offering to the Lord and which will carry the sins of the people into the wilderness of Azazel. The wilderness of Azazel. So you had the... the the goat that was going to die. And then you had the other one that all the sin was going to be uh, put on. And, and that one would, 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 would run into the wilderness. So the, so one would die for the innocent one would die and pay with his life while the guilty would go free. The one that went free that was guilty is called the scapegoat. Or I'm sorry, the one that died is the scapegoat. The one that went free is, is the one who was actually guilty. That's why like when someone sets you up and for a crime that they did, you're the scapegoat. This is where this comes from, okay? All right, and, and Aaron will present then present a sin as a sin offering, the goat chosen by Lot for the Lord. The other goat, the scapegoat chosen by lot to be sent away will be kept alive standing before the Lord when it is when it is sent away to Azazel in the wilderness the people will be purified and made right with the Lord 
Okay. So now let's go back to the book of Enoch here. All right. And Azazel taught mankind, it's chapter eight. All right, so in verse nine, the angels are speaking to God about what's going on down on the earth. And they asked him uh, his, his judgment. And I'm gonna read this real quick, just so you see how the angels converse with God. This is amazing. Then Michael and Gabriel and Surgeon and Urgen took down, looked down from heaven and saw the great amount of blood which had been spilled on the earth and all the wickedness which had been committed over the earth. And they said one to another, to one another, the the the, the emptied earth uh, re-echoes the sound of their cries up to the gate of heaven, the ga the gates of heaven, and and now to you, O holy ones of heaven, cry the souls of men, saying, Secure us judgment before the Most High. And they spake unto the Lord, O to 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 the King. O Lord of lords, God of gods, king of, king of kings, the, the throne of thy majesty is among all the generations of the world, and thy name holy and glorious among all the generations of the world. Thou art blessed and praised. This is just their, uh, you know, they're just getting ready to talk to him. Thou hast made all things, and all power is with thee. All things are open before thee and uncovered, and thou seest all the things all things and nothing can hide itself from thee. See then what Azazel has done. Right there. And how he has taught all wickedness on the earth and has revealed the secrets of the world where uh, which were prepared in the in the heavens. And Simjaza, to whom thou hast given the power to be chief of his associates, has made known conjurations. And they have gone together into the to the daughters of men and have slept with them with uh with those women and have defiled themselves and have revealed to them these sins and the women have brought forth giants and and thereby the whole earth has been filled with blood and wickedness and now behold the souls which were which have died cry lament to the gates of heaven and their groans ascend, and, and they are not able to escape from the wickedness which is committed on the earth. And thou knowest everything before it comes to pass, and thou knowest this in their, their circumstances, and yet thou doest not speak to us. What shall we therefore do in, in regard to this? So they're asking, okay, God, what are we supposed to do about this? We do that. I do that, okay? Then the Most High, the Great and Holy One, spoke. And sent, uh, uh, I can't pronounce the name to to the son of Lamech, and said to him, "Tell him, hide thyself, and reveal to him." Uh, and this is talking about Noah, okay? And 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 tell him, uh, and tell him my name. Hide thyself, and reveal to him the end which is to come, for the whole earth will be destroyed, and the water of the heavens uh, of the deluge is to come over the whole earth, and what is upon it will be destroyed. And now instruct him that he may escape and his, and his seed may remain on the whole earth. And again, and again, the Lord spoke to Raphael, bind Azazel hand and foot and put him in darkness and make him an opening in the desert, which is in Duodel, and put him there and lay upon him, lay upon him rough and pointed rocks 
and cover him with darkness that he may remain there forever and cover his face that he may not see the light. And on the great day of judgment, he will be cast into the fire. Okay. Uh, and heal the earth, which the angels have defiled and announce the healing of the earth that I will heal it. And, and that not all the sons of men shall be destroyed, though the mystery of all the things which the watchers have spoken unto them uh, through the through the mysteries. And, and, and that not all the sons of men shall be destroyed through the mystery of the things which the watchers have spoken and taught their sons. OK, now. I'm I'm telling I'm showing you this real quick. I'm trying to there's so much I only get um, this is only a 30 minute show, but so you see here uh it, it, it names Azazel, okay, that and that he you know what he taught men, okay. So and then also you saw that the that the uh the scapegoat, the goat that was allowed to run free, was run, he was sent into the wilderness of Azazel, and then it also says here in the book of Enoch to Azazel ascribe all sin. Now Here's the funny thing. They also said that the angels produce giants. With these women, they produce these giants. Well, you know, there's these mythologies. You got the, the Greek mythologies, you got the, the Roman mythologies, you got, you know, you got the stories of the Titans, you got you got uh, uh Zeus, you've got Hercules. Hercules was the offspring of a woman, a human woman, and a god. These angels are are were worshipped as gods, they wanted to be worshipped as gods. Okay, and so they presented themselves as gods to these people. And then you also have Prometheus, the story of Prometheus. Prometheus is the god of fire. He he brought wisdom and knowledge and all these things to mankind, and the gods punished him for that. Okay, so here they're telling the story, but they just changed it a little bit. But when you want to get the truth, you got to go back to the word. God wants you to know the truth. That's why this ministry is just truth. When you have the truth, you can move in power. Uh, when you look at also. Now, we understand something like in, in the natural. You know, women have, uh, you know, I said God made man and he fashioned woman. You know, the, woman is the crown of man. It's, it's so beauty and all these things with women is it's just part of their whole design. You, you don't even have to be a pretty woman and there's things that are attractive about you to a real man, period. You ain't got to do nothing, okay? But then there's those who have, you know, higher and higher levels. The problem, though, is when the adorning of the outside is more important than who you are on the inside. That's an empty person, okay? And, and what happens is a lot of times ladies if you get so far into your your outward adornment the making up of the eyes and all these other things you know what happens is you move beyond what you should because it's it's the inside but let me let me say it in a different way god gave me this revelation some years ago and i'm gonna tell it to you when you buy a piece of candy what do you eat? Do you eat the candy or the wrapper? Now, it might have a very nice wrapper, very good packaging and all that stuff, but only a fool would throw away the candy and eat the wrapper. The wrapper is going to get thrown away. 
I don't care how good you look. Eventually, you're going to wrinkle like that rapper. You see? Oh, rappers. Oh, I'm at the corner. Uh, but but the, the bottom line is, that's not the candy. You're, you know, a lot of times, just because you're pretty, that, that's not going to keep somebody if you're ugly on the inside. Which, what's on the inside, that's what, that's what they're going to live with. That's what, you're, that's what you're actually competing with. There's ugly women out there with husbands. And there's beautiful ones that can't keep anybody. It's because if you spend all your time on the wrapper, you got no candy on the inside. It's the candy. That's what, you know, you know, you know what I'm saying? You want to be appreciated for the candy. I'm going to tell you something. There's some things that a woman has that can multiply a man. You can actually multiply him. That's your assignment. That's why every girl, little girl, you know, they're, they're, th they're planning their marriage from the time they're born. They're planning their marriage. They know that they need to, to, to find somebody. But if you look in the scriptures, it says that Adam, after he named everything and then realized he was alone, then all of a sudden he was, he was like, whoa, wait a minute. Everybody's got a mate but me. Guys come late to the party recognizing that they need to find someone. Women start early. Okay, it's two completely different mentalities. Uh, that's why a lot of times guys have to mature into actually being a man. And so... And so you have to understand, we we reach these this, the zenith of this thing at a different rate. But once a, a man, you know, if, if if he don't recognize that he needs a woman and that he needs somebody to help him uh, meet it, what he's got to do and, and multiply him, then, then find somebody else. Because that's what you're looking for. You're looking for a king. But at the same time, kings don't all have kingdoms it, 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 and, and all aren't wealthy. You, you know, we have to be realistic imbalanced okay i mean you can't expect that that, 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 that this guy's gonna walk on water and you you're gonna just sit around and eat bonbons all day and 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 never be pleased or happy i mean you know these things don't go together we have to be we have to ex exercise wisdom but you can't spend all your time on the outward adornment because that is witchcraft that's what that's where it comes from you can seduce a man but you can't keep him like that okay so listen i've gone over on my time for today but I just want you to understand all these things here is, is, is truth. God wants you to have the truth. Okay. So listen, thank you again for tuning in. I've got to uh, step over now into right now with Apostle Dwayne is coming up right after this. It's actually, uh, um, I'm a couple of minutes late getting started here because I've gone over on this one, but uh, I'll see you tomorrow on at nine o'clock for Shabbat with Apostle Dwayne. Thank you again for tuning in to Just Truth with Apostle Dwayne. We hope that these messages are ministering to you and empowering you to make a difference in your life. Please don't forget to subscribe to our RSS feed so that you never miss a new episode and don't forget to tell your family and friends. Have a great day and we look forward to seeing you again tomorrow.